just once again make clear that which most do not seem to understand. This podcast is marked as explicit, not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless, and tasteless filth whilst reveling in it. Cinemus Psyops aims to drag you down into the very same muck filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. Cinemus Psyops. They heap weekly praise on such filth while discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film.
416th episode of Cinema PsyOps. This represents 416 consecutive episodes that we have released this fucking show. I'm your host, Court, the guy who runs out of breath but continues to talk and makes it sound like he doesn't, and perplexed by what the fuck I mean by that is my co-host, Matt. I don't know, man. I'm not even going to do the spelling test on this, all right? <laughs> this is the end, my friend. Year 8 is gone. We will no longer... Year 8 is over. Yeah, we'll be retiring Year 8's theme song, so we'll be no longer hearing uh, Boz's voice unless you go back to this Year 8. This is all specifically his. And uh, the next episode that we're going to be doing is going to be starting the Boz tribute. That's why I bring him up. And uh, yes. Matt's going to be doing the notes on that. And what's up first whenever we kick in the new year? Blood sport. I'm sure you're stoked Blood sport! I remembered how much you love a good tournament in martial arts, but you want to see it go to its complete and that's why I picked that for the one for you to cover the notes for when we start that I, next week. And I thank you for that. <laughs> See, I look out for you, my man. I look out you for did. you. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when I decide that we need to cover Herschel Gordon Lewis in his entirety, and that means Blood Feast 2. All you can eat. All you can eat. Oh, God. <laughs> well... Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm like, kinda... and, and, and it really was all you can eat. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't want to get too deep into the movie itself, but I also wanted to point out that uh, I'm thinking that basically by the time we get the final break sign done and we, you know, that roll credits break theme, that will be the last time that we'll be playing that year eight one uh, on this episode. I felt sound really dour about it, but I'm not. I'm just. Yeah, I know. It sounds like <laughs> a little bit sadder than any of the other times we've gone to another season. <laughs> well, and this... I still mi- I still miss our first theme song. <laughs> that wasn't my music music that was stolen I, I know heavily stolen but damn did i enjoy it yeah well that's uh the dirt bombs with uh can't stop thinking about it everybody that's what yeah. i used for that first theme song that matt's so obsessed with uh, oh god i listen to it all the time now <laughs> i found the song and i just listened to it <laughs> that's pretty fucking great so this is what memories I'm, this is what i'm corners of my mind yeah it would be much better if you would not sing although you were strangely not off key which is weird yeah. for you uh <laughs> <laughs> just totally fucking derailed me um, so I know. this is what i'm thinking when we get through the credits after the final break sign and we're ready to like do our final thoughts on the film at that point before we go into story time that's when we'll kind of try and remember to do our rankings uh for the films and i'm, I'm thinking like maybe we just do like top choices that we can kind of remember out of all the ones that we covered and i'll go right. back through the list and we'll read off some of the names and maybe we can i don't, I don't want to do like a full like you know arrange them in order from best to worst um, I just kind of want to be like, you know what? I would recommend this one, this one, and this one. You know what I mean? Like from this yeah. experiment or something along those lines. We'll get to it when we get to it. But up first, we got to cover motherfucking Blood Feast 2, All You Can Eat. And believe me, there is more than enough gore to go around in this one, especially. Oh, God, yeah. I had to really, really search for the completely unrated version DVD of this because when I finally pulled the chain on buying the DVD, uh, it was long out of print. So this was a lot of work for me to get this fucking disc for us. Jam. <laughs> uh, <damn>, nice. <laughs> But yeah, that, that doesn't fucking matter. What we're going to do is take the break now. We're going to play the Legion Patreon ad. And because Southern Culture on the Skids is a wonderful band that I love, and they were pretty much the soundtrack of this fucking movie, uh, they're going to be the soundtrack of the show for the Pirate Radio edit. So up first from Southern Culture on the Skids is the song Soul City right after this. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me Cutting a New Show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. 
I said quiet! <laughs> My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. You got a chance to check out Southern Culture on the Skids fucking live, and I find out that you didn't do it. Shame on you. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you got a chance to see Southern Culture on the Skids, if they are playing live at your fucking city at any point in time, go fucking see them. It's worth it. <laughs> Clearly, I'm a fan, everyone. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I may be a little, little hyped up because, you know, I got late again last night. So, you know, that's just me. But whatever. Hey, nice. Where'd yeah. you go? Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm really worn out and everything hurts, but like in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are old now. So, <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's uh, not delay it any further so that we can make it through this review alive and let's talk about Blood Feast 2 All You Can Eat. Let's do it. I'm starving. All right. The film opens with two homeless men scavenging in an alley. They start talking. I'm lazy AF. So that is our first clip. This is the way. Hey, I got some All right. That's good stuff. Take a look at this. Hey, let's keep that. Be able to iron your clothes next Sunday. Check this out. What a fat, hairy rat. Oh, yeah. You hit the mother load. It's going to eat good tonight. Mm. Cat. I'll build a fire while you skin the cat. What the hell is that? A red light emanates from the door. One of the men stabs the other one in the chest, and then the man who was stabbed starts smiling and pulls out his own organs before stabbing his buddy in the throat with a bottle that he just broke. And our opening credits start with the music of Southern Culture on the Skids, rocking it out. As the credits roll, we see someone pull up to the old Uwad Ramsey's exotic catering and head inside. Some pig-looking dude gets all sus and goes poking around inside of the building. Dialogue happens again, so that is our next clip. May I help you? A couple of small-time derelicts 
killed each other in the alley behind this place last night. Just wondering if you might have been around, seen anything unusual. Oh, no, this is my first time in this place. All right then, have a nice day. Yeah. Say, what are you doing here anyway? Well, I'm the new owner. I just inherited this place last week. Hair? Yeah. You related to Fuad Ramses? I am Fuad Ramses the third. Is there a problem, officer? That's Detective. Detective Myers. Yeah, there is a problem. See, long time ago, a man by the name of Fuad Ramses hacked up and cooked several young women. Some sort of a sacrificial feast to some Egyptian goddess. God. That was before my time. My old man was a cop back then, so I know all about it. My grandfather? No, my old man. No, my grandfather killed those girls? Well, that'd be my guess. Since then, folks in this town have been less than excited about this little shop. Seems he did some of the killing and all the cooking right here on the premise. That's horrible. But honestly, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even know my grandfather. He died before I was born. I'm just a man trying to make a living. Ain't much I can do about that. You seem decent enough. Folks around here aren't likely to give you a lot of business, though. Small towns have long memories. Well, I'd like to give it a try all the same. Like I said, there ain't much I can do about that. Just so you know, any ladies start turning up missing or dead, I'll be wanting to talk to you. Detective, how can someone turn up missing? What? You said if any ladies turn up dead or missing, how can someone turn up missing? If they turn up, they can't very well be missing. And if they're missing, turning up would solve the mystery, right? I'm not the... Oh boy, what did I get myself into? <laughs> Lousy piece of junk! Damn door, I don't even have a key! Satan! 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 I'm sorry. I, I was just trying to get this door open. I don't seem to have a key. Yes, that's rather obvious. How may I help you? We're here I'm getting to married. Oh. My daughter has an upcoming wedding, and we need a caterer for the reception. Really? I must say it's a bit of a surprise. Uh, I haven't received a very warm welcome from this town. <laughs> yes. Well, we don't exactly consider ourselves locals, do we, dear? I don't know. I kind of like it here. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for my husband's business. Oh, my business? We don't follow the quaint customs of this ridiculous excuse of a town. That notwithstanding, the only reason I consider you for the job is due to the fact that you're the only caterer within a hundred mile radius. I haven't a clue as to your ability to handle the job. Well, I assure you, Mrs... Lampley, and this is my daughter, Tiffany. And I'm Mr. Lampley. I assure you, Mrs. Lampley and Tiffany, that I am capable of the job, and I would be honored to be your caterer. Why don't we discuss the details? Types of foods? size of the party and so on? Great. Yeah. Certainly. Tiffany, do please let me handle this. Well, thank you very much for your trust in my abilities. And I can assure you a very rewarding experience, Tiffany. And uh, congratulations to you as well. Why, thank you, Mr. Ramses. I... We're not sure of our trust in you, Mr. Ramses. That is something that will have to be earned by you. I call it more a leap of blind faith. And I can only pray I won't be disappointed. I understand your apprehension, ma'am. Stop by the store Wednesday. Allow me the chance to prepare some of my sample dishes for you. Excellent idea. That way, if you don't meet my standards, I shall still have time to find some. I will be here Wednesday, Mr. Ramses, around 2 o'clock. Oh, that'll be fine. Until then, you folks have a nice day. Jesus, what a bitch. At last.
best. With that, Fuad breaks down that door and finds that Ishtar statue and the spot where the feast was once prepared. The goddess takes Fuad over and he falls back, cross-dissolves into the evil version of himself. You can tell because his hair is slicked back. With a recipe book for the feast. It cuts from this to an all-girl get-together with the would-be bride and they start talking about one of their bras. This gives them an idea of having a lingerie party for the bachelorette hangout party and they cut to a lady walking along alone complaining about her shoes when Fuad snags her just like his granddad and then walks off with her. That leads into our next clip. Stupid heels. Why can't guys find sensible shoes sexy? Is someone there? Lacey, is that you? <gasps> My Manolo Blahniks. Struggling and screaming do neither of us any good, my dear. Try to remain calm. You are a very important part of my plans. Thank you. Now, do I understand correctly, you are part of the Lampley wedding party? Excellent, I thought so. As such, you are an integral part of the ceremony, right? Let me take this gag off you. You're not going to scream if I do. What are you, some kind of stalker? An ex-boyfriend of Tiff's? No! I'm her caterer. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> well, I need your help. Jesus Christ, couldn't you just ask me? Why did you have to kidnap me? I'd be happy to help make Tiffany's wedding day a success. <laughs> I'm one of her closest friends. Oh, I'm so glad you feel that way. See, the first in a long list of dishes at the reception is the appetizer platter. The presentation must be perfect. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I, I have other responsibilities at the reception as one of the bridesmaids. I, I can't help serve food. My dear... Misty. <laughs> My dear Misty, you misunderstand me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to serve appetizers. I need you to be appetizers. What? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? Marinated ladyfingers, pate on toast points, Swedish meatballs. Are you Swedish? No, 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 no. I'm half Cherokee and half Flemish. See, my parents were, were paired up in the uh, It way. doesn't matter anyway. It's all in the sauce. <laughs> well, <laughs> shall we get started? I thought you said you weren't going to scream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> with this, Fuad puts her hand into a meat grinder, and we watch as he grinds her arm up to what appears to be the elbow as she screams the entire time. Good God, was that irritating. I even left some of that in for the clip for you folks to hear. <laughs> yeah, if we had to suffer, so did you. Yeah. Anyway, they cut to the pig showing up and more dialogue, so that's our next <laughs> clip. What can I do to help you, detective? Oh, maybe nothing. Maybe a whole lot. Mind if I try one of these? Sure. Help yourself. Tell me what you think, old family recipe. Mmm, very good. Anyway, got a situation down at the station. 
Got a guy claiming his girlfriend didn't come home last night. Mm. Seems he had, she was at some kind of a party till around midnight, left, and hasn't been seen since. What does that have to do with me? Oh, probably nothing. Could be she just hooked up with some strange guy for the night. Went to visit her parents, something mundane like that. <laughs> or, could be she was snatched off the street. Sorry, I still don't know what this has to do with me. Probably nothing, like I said. We haven't had a missing persons case in this town over 20 years. Then you roll in, open up shop, and BAM! Just like that, you've got a vanishing girl. BAM! <laughs> Detective, you can't seriously be considering me a suspect. <laughs> I've been I here all- I didn't say I was considering you as anything. I just said it seems a bit strange to me. That's all. Well, I'm sorry I can't help you sort things out. I'm rather busy. I understand, Mr. Ramses. I'll let you go. If you're here or see anything unusual, give me a call. Girl's name's Misty Morning. I'll see you later. Oh, uh, detective, you have a little bit of something, right? We'll see you later, detective. <laughs> ah, the pate. <laughs> Misty dear, there's one more thing I need from you. I need to make pate. With that, he cuts open her guts to the tune of some Southern culture on the skids and pulls out her liver. Some real great gore in this for sure. They cut, yeah. <laughs> they cut from this back to the pig pen and more dialogue and our next clip. Of course. Hey, Lomas, I need to talk to you a sec. Hey, man, I'm thinking. Hey. What is a four-letter word for a type of woman that ends in U-N-T? Aunt. Aunt? You know, aunt, A-U-N-T. Yeah, that's probably right. All right, what you got? I've been working on the misty morning disappearance. You know, the girl hasn't shown up since last night. Yeah. Well, I got a gut feeling something bad's happened to her. Oh, really? That Sherlock Holmes correspondence course must really be working out for you, detective. And we, we ain't just talking about some hungover girl waking up in some strange guy's apartment afraid to face her boyfriend. My instincts tell me the new caterer in town has something to do with it. You're nuts, Myers. No second that. You're just looking for a boogeyman where one has been found once before. But lightning don't strike twice in the same place. Except for Wisconsin. Yeah, but all the other leads but that I have... I'm not saying something bad hasn't happened to the girl. If she hasn't shown up by now, I'd venture to say she's been the victim of a crime. She's obviously been the victim of a crime. She left someone's house late at night and hasn't been heard from since, and the only clue is a $600 pair of shoes she left on the sidewalk. No woman would do that. Have you even thought of checking the sex offenders registry? Excuse me, but who are the detectives here? You have a badge? You know, I've been saving up my box tops for the decoder ring. You do your job, and we'll do ours. Stop trying to be a cop. Detective Myers here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, have you checked out the boyfriend? The boyfriend's one reporter missing. All the more reason to look at him. And you're still green, but you've been in the business long enough to know that the simplest explanation is probably right. Spouses and significant others are always prime suspects. A new guy who comes into town who just happens to be a distant relative of a serial killer from eons ago is just a new guy. You have no reason to suspect him. Look for the obvious. Ah, hell, you're right. I just can't seem to shake that feeling. I think I'll check the sex 
offender's registry. You just let me know if I can do any more of your work for you, detective. Man, I'm famous. You want to go grab a taco? Sure. Tacos. Don't forget to check the sex offender's yeah, yeah, registry. Yeah. <laughs> they take off, and that is the end of the first 20 minutes. Literally all recorded. I mean, how many people have told Tiffany just to shut the fuck up at this point? Yeah, I feel really bad for Tiffany. Um, Tif Tiffany gets told how it lives, man. I'm telling you. I do have some things that I'd like to comment on. This is 100% the exact same quality as all of the previous Herschel Gordon Lewis films, but much like Wizard of Gore and uh, the Gore Gore Girls and a little bit more of... Um, Oh, what was the other Gore film that we said that he seemed like he gave more of a fuck on? But those those two for sure. But this seems like he's like, hey, I'm coming back. People are going to expect me to go over the top, which I will with the Gore. I'm going to go crazy with it. Probably the other one you're thinking of is 2000 Maniacs. 2000 Maniacs was another one where he threw more money behind it, but he didn't really try as hard as like it's the oh. same. You know what I mean? Like, well, the Dracula one he said he was trying really hard on was trying to make a good movie, but I don't know. Oh, God. And that was the worst one. Yeah. But I would say that like Wizard of Gore and Gore Gore Girls are the two that definitely feel like he was really like coming into his own as a filmmaker and i would say that this is on par with them like as he had grown as a filmmaker but what's weird is he just drops for two decades and then when he comes back he just pretty much without even really probably even trying you know he was just probably doing this to have fun and seeing if he could make money again because that's why he always made a movie uh yeah he nails it like he gets quintessentially everything that he's always ever done that we actually enjoy in his films pretty much all in in one movie and in the first 20 minutes is gory as shit especially this like extended unrated cut thing that I got my hands on. It is ridiculous. It almost goes on too long to where you're almost bored by all of the gore. Jeez. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're like, all right, it's enough. Like it really overindulges in the gore and it's super enjoyable. Uh, it's very realistically done. Uh, the only thing that is different, the only thing that really raises it in quality is he got somebody who gives a shit about doing the effects and really making them really realistic for him. Like he, it, he clearly has an actual special effects artist. Now, when I say makes it real, I'm not just saying like, it's not like just guts being pulled out of underwear here. Like there's like things being stabbed and slashed open in this that actually looks pretty fucking realistic considering it's a Herschel Gordon Lewis film. Yeah, it really does. I mean, throat slashes, gut stabbings, uh, the bums killing each other, the mutilations that he did when he was grinding up the girl's hand. They found a way to make it feel actually relatively realistic and pretty fucking visceral. But at the same time, it has that same Herschel Gordon cheese over top of it. Of course, because <laughs> you need that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, there is some stuff to talk about. But as far as plot line goes, this is a bunch of bumbling dummy cops. Just like, yeah. blood. I mean, this is basically he took the blood feast script and instead of just straight up copy pasting it he was just like changing the work just enough so that the teachers wouldn't notice you know what i'm saying yeah no he yeah it was definitely just one of those like uh, what, what are we doing here, buddy? Yeah, well, <laughs> you made the same movie twice. <laughs> Technically three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. I, yeah, it's not better. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes maybe four. Who knows? It might be just like over and over and over again, but I'll keep coming back to some of those for again and again. It's fine. Right? <laughs> well, I'm good to move on to the next 20 if you are. I got more clips to yeah. play and we got more clips to listen to. By the way, I think I may have what will possibly be the longest clip we've ever had uh, when it gets put together, <laughs> even if I, I mean, we're, not, we're recording these uh, with the raw clips. I haven't edited the clips down. So however the long the shows turn out is how they turn out. But uh, there's uh, two clips that I meant to be put together that definitely need cut down. And in 
total will be like 15 minutes raw. So uh, that's like a whole block of a screen time. <laughs> yeah. I have to write notes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm fucking saying that's, I'm just coming out and saying it like, I gave no fucks about this one. I'm kind of done with Herschel Gordon-Lewis at this point. Uh, I mean, I think we all are <laughs> fucking tiring at this point with him. <laughs> fucking exhausted. All right, let's move on and get this over with. Uh, the next 20 starts with Fuad disposing of a body. He does not need and then cuts from this to a woman heading upstairs, taking her clothing off. She looks absolutely amazing, and the camera follows her all the way over to the shower as she strips down. So thank you so much, fucking movie. Thank uh, you, movie. They Basically, while she's in the shower, we can't see her because the shower just blocks out too much, but they're still filming her in the shower with like the door closed, which doesn't make sense because you can't see anything and they don't film inside the shower. And it just seems like a waste of time just to pad out your movie when it's already an hour and 38 minutes. Why are you padding it? You don't need to. Yeah, we, I mean, you don't, this is definitely a movie that didn't need any padding. <laughs> Once she gets out of the shower, she is nice enough to use the old school nudie cutie trick of using a towel to show us everything but her genitals as she walks around, covering up the, the front bits, but her ass is revealed whenever she's facing the camera or her boobs are just right on screen the entire time. Total nudie cutie move all the way up and down the steps. It was pretty cool to see that come back for a moment. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice little throwback. She goes to switch the radio and Fuad stabs her in the head and pulls out her brains, then slices open her abdomen and guts her. She has more intestines than anyone else on the planet ever really should have as they come out. It takes forever for him to remove yeah. every single cut. <laughs> yes, she has way more intestines than any human being should ever have. Uh, <laughs> they cut from this to our next clip. Why can't you be more civilized in public? It is bad enough that I have to deal with your Neanderthal qualities in private. But when you start embarrassing me in public with your, your pig ignorance, it makes me wish I were a widow. I swear to the Lord above, that is the last time I take you to the ladies' social circle meeting. I can't say I like any of the women in this town, but I don't need my reputation tarnished by my husband, as if I don't have enough to deal with. My daughter's upcoming marriage to that Philistine and that untrustworthy caterer. This is a very stressful situation for me, and I expect you to understand that. Oh, it is positively freezing in here! Are you trying to give me pneumonia or some dread disease? We are not operating an Arctic wildlife refuge in the bedroom. Ah, my fingers. Damn that woman. I swear I'm gonna kill her. Oh, God. I, I mean, oh, Ishtar. <laughs> While the woman browbeats and belittles her man in ways that would turn Matt on, her husband grabs a knife and moves to kill her, but she somehow smacks him in such a way without noticing the knife that he falls and somehow stabs himself. And she somehow does not see Fuad when she slams the window shut on his hands. That was a funny scene. And uh, how dare you? Uh, you don't need to play back my kink to everyone else, <laughs> asshole. I'm just saying, I noticed that scene and I'm like, I'm thinking that would turn Matt on. I don't know, man. Even that was a little too grating for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's only on special occasions do I allow something so there, I mean, there is such a thing as too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, he falls and somehow stabs himself in the leg. You heard that at the very end of the clip, which is how he gets the signature limp in and the husband dies from the stab wound. He uses that signature limp to flee they cut from this to the shop and the next day on that clip 
<laughs> Seriously, I recorded everything, all dialogue pretty much. There's like maybe three things of dialogue I didn't record. That's fucking hilarious. Good day, Mr. Ramsey. Miss Lampley, good to see you. I have some sample reception menu dishes for you if you just give me a second. Do see that you hurry, Mr. Ramsey's. I have quite a busy day dealing with this wedding. My goodness, whatever happened to your leg? No, a little spill last night. Hmm, whatever. Let's try these samples and uh, see if I approve. Sure, you will find them quite divine. I'll be the judge of that, mm. if you don't mind. Simply delicious. Mm. I applaud you, Mr. Ramsey's. I'm so happy you approve, Miss Lampley. Mm. These canapes are quite tasty for someone of your caliber. My caterer upstate has a magnificent recipe you really should try to obtain. And your pate is very smooth. It's not as oily as one sometimes finds, but that may be affecting the flavor. Is this caviar beluga, or are you using an American brand? I hope you're getting all of this fresh. Hi, Mr. Ramsey's. Oh, Trixie, what a pleasant surprise. And I told you to call me Fuad. Oh, that's right. Hi, Fuad. Mm. Hi, Mrs. Lampley. Hello, Miss Treater. And what can I do for you? Silly, I'm here to pick up the cake for Tiffany's shower tonight. Oh, that's right. I just boxed it up for you. Oh my gosh, what happened? You're oh, limping. It's nothing. I took a little spill last night. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? Just tell me you like my cake. It's beautiful, Fuad. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Trixie. Not half as beautiful as you, though. Oh, Fuad, you're so sweet. <laughs> if you need anything for that leg, just let me know. Oh, well. I'll be leaving now before you two get carried away and begin your primal rutting on the countertop. Your food is adequate for the occasion, Mr. Ramsey's. Nice to see you as always. Bye-bye, Mrs. Lampley. Hag. <laughs> <laughs> so how much do I owe you for the cake? Mm, for you, just a smile. But if you can't muster up one, $22. Hmm. I'll give you both. Mm, thank you. I hope the cake goes over well tonight and enjoy the party. I will. I have a couple of really sexy pieces to model. Maybe I'll show you sometime. I'd like that a lot more than you think. You're too funny. <laughs> well, I have to go get ready for the party. And like I said, if you need anything for that leg, ointment, bandage, massage. I've got your phone number in my files and I will definitely be calling you. Well, bye-bye, Fuad. Mm. Bye-bye, Trixie. Mm. Butt stick. Ugh. Damn, why can't I find this girl? The guy, you let me get too personal. You keep an eye on the boyfriend, right? Yeah, but I'm getting nothing. Nothing unusual at all. He's acting like an upset boyfriend should act. You got nothing but the shoes, right? Yep, and they're totally clean. No, no fibers, no fluid. No DNA, no nothing. I don't even hold out any hope that the girl's alive. I just want to find the body, collect the evidence, before the weather washes it all away. It's still time. There hasn't been any rain in a couple of days, and they're not expecting any in the near future. As you can see, we have an upper level high over the continental United States. Big low pressure system in the Pacific, but that's being pushed north by this northerly jet stream should go right up into Alaska. The only thing that really concerns us is this system developing off the west coast of Africa. But the experts expect that to fizzle out before it builds any significance because of this pocket of warm air that's pushing across South America. Mediterranean sunny and mild midday highs in the upper 80s. You're right. I know. I'm impatient. One of my vices. You know, those shoes were found in the vicinity of that weird double homicide. 
those two bombs that offed each other? Completely unrelated. Well, it seems awfully suspicious to me. But it's just a suggestion. Well, we need suggestions from the secretary. We'll know it's time to retire. <laughs> retire? <laughs> Don't tease me like that. Hey, man. Wanna go grab a donut? I may as well ain't getting anything done around here. I don't know what else is new. I'll have the rest of your work done for you by the time you get back, Detective. Detective Myers, keep the area roped off. We'll be there in five minutes. Loomis, let's take a ride. They just found Misty Morning. Still stop for donuts? Give me the lowdown. Well, we got an anonymous report about 20 minutes ago. Obviously some young kid. He seemed real scared. I was closest to the scene. I got here, found the body, and I'm pretty sure it's your missing person's case. Yeah? I think I will be the judge of that. What makes you think so? Well, she's wearing the described clothes, shoes are missing, and the hair color's the same. <laughs> well, how about if a real detective checks it out now? You mind, Sherlock? You know, if you ever become a detective, you know that we usually hold off on IDing the body till we check the fingerprints. Fingerprints? Suit yourself. Let me know how that works out. Thanks, Pippi. Oh, God! <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's really bad for your shoes. <laughs> Sorry, man. God, she's just so... Oh, God. Hey, man, you're gonna make me sick. Stop it. All right. Well, her hands are missing. Eyes are missing. Looks like her tongue is gone, too. Somebody really worked this chick over. Whoa, she's been eviscerated, too. Man, she's been sliced, diced, and iced. There's no blood under the body or anything. She probably bled out and was dumped here. Maggots are fairly fresh. Maggots. Wait. She's been here 24 hours, maybe 36. Whatever, man. Can we go? Let's let the crime scene investigators take care of this. Hang on, man. You know, Hurry up. I'm going to pass out. Could be cocaine, maybe heroin. Think this could be drug-related? No real history of drug use. Her boyfriend said she smoked pot loves a while. That's it. Mm. Can we go? Yeah, that's about all I can do without getting dirty. You guys want to wrap her up there? Get started on that trace evidence running away, especially that powder. Okay. Right. You want to go for pizza? Hey, watch the shoes. Oh, that's a gorgeous cake. Where did you get it, Trix? At the new catering shop downtown. Oh, that's the guy catering for my reception. I know. I saw your mom there today. But have you seen him? He's just so cute. Really? I may have to go check him out. Hands off, Bambi. I've got dibs. I was dropping hints today, like Navy men drop soap in the shower. <laughs> he should be calling me tomorrow night. Okay, I'll have to find fresh meat somewhere else. And soon. I got a new outfit for tonight, and I desperately want to try it out on a guy. Ooh, let's see it. May as well get this party started. Yeah, show us what you got, Bambi. Well, while you're modeling your new outfit, I'm going to start opening my gifts to see what I'll be wearing. Oh, look. Oh, this is so sexy. Michael is going to love it. Thank you, Brandy. Oh, you're welcome, oh. And it matches my panties. Open mine next, Tiff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the ladies start trying on lingerie and or revealing it to each other, modeling it off, and so forth. There is so much thank you movie, as the sequences of them changing outfits gives us all the cheesecake we could possibly want. Thank you, movie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, movie, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Huge improvement over the fact that the nudity that is at present in this film, for the most part, except for when Fuad shows up to murder them, is actually relatively comfortable, 
and uh, the yes. ladies are voluntarily stripping for each other and having a good time. Yeah. So everyone seems to be, you know, they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Even though this is truly a male fantasy about what, yeah, <laughs> what women do parties, or what women do when they get together, like put on uh, lingerie and pillow fight or whatever, it doesn't exist. But just let us have this, lady. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> and for anybody that actually likes ladies, let them have it too. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So the ladies settle in and start eating some cake, and two of the ladies wander off together as we see the ladies that are remaining there changing clothing again and swapping war stories about sex. That was dying. Dialogue, so that's our necklace. And it was bent at like a 45 degree angle, I swear. He could screw around corners. <sighs> Weirdest thing I ever saw. Well, at least he had something to offer. At the last date I was on, we were making out on the couch. He unzipped his pants and put it in my hand. It was like he offered me a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mikey, Hunter? Is he well equipped to constipate your marriage? Don't you mean consummate? You silly. Consummate is a kind of soup. This would look so good on you, Candy. White is definitely your color. It looks so good against your tan. Thanks, Bambi. I think it's my favorite piece. Can you get the bra for me? Of course. Stay still. I can't hook it with you moving like that. I can't help it. Tipsy. Me too, and you're not making my job any easier. Your skin is so soft and smooth. I can't take my hands off of it. It feels so good. Your hands are like magic. I love to be a massage therapist. Don't stop. They are both topless for most of this. The one doing the massaging stays topless the whole time, so thank you, movie, for that. The topless lady is stabbed from behind, and that is the end of the 40-minute mark. Nice. Uh, so there we go uh, we're 40 minutes into the movie and uh that's all that we've seen is just the stabbing we haven't actually known what happens after the stabbing no yeah we don't know what's going on after the stabbing but there's been a stabbing and the movie's given us a little bit of everything for a trash movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is uh absolutely true gore uh you know gratuitous nudity it's great <laughs> One of the things that I remember, see, I had a, um, let's just say copy of the unrated DVD for a very long time. And yeah. uh, it wasn't really that great of a copy. It was just something that I wanted to watch that, you know, somebody else, a friend of mine owned and I just grabbed off of them. Uh, it, the unrated version of that was uh, pretty fucking great. That's what we're watching here. But then I went to find another copy of that unrated version and I bought what was supposed to be the unrated version, but it, it was, but it kind of wasn't because it was another like marketing ploy for the original DVD release company. And uh, anyway, long story short, too late. Uh, <laughs> there's like two different versions of it. And the one that I actually needed was like an unrated director's cut or something like that. And that's got all of the gore. It's an hour and 38 minutes. It has all of the boobs and all of the death and the mixing of boobs and death and gore and all of that that we're talking about here. And yeah. um, I just want to warn people out there. There's like two different versions of this film if you're looking for it. And I'm pretty sure they're both pretty far out of print and it's going to be probably pretty hard to find them and uh, it's going to be a crapshoot if you get the right one, but I'm pretty sure it's the unrated director's cut and that running time is about an hour and 38 minutes if you really want to see it after literally listening to every piece of dialogue that's in the film and having me somewhat describe most of the gore. Yeah, and but I mean, again, lots of boobs, lots of gore, lots of death. It's all fun and games. <laughs> we can move on then. 
All right. The next 20 picks up after the stabbing of the topless woman with the lady who was really into being massaged, noticing the whole thing stopped and the body before Fuad meat tenderizes her fucking head. They cut from this to an offhand bad joke at their expense from the other ladies and then back yeah. to Fuad playing around with the ladies' corpses and a melon baller taking out their eyes in such a way as to make Matt really fucking squirm. Yeah, not uh, not the best thing for me, no. With this, Fuad also pulls out the lady's tongue and does this whole speech with it all while the girl's corpse is clearly gasping for air and breathing heavily. I don't know if oh. anybody else noticed that, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> Cut from this to the pig pen and our next possibly longest clip that has ever existed on Cinema PsyOps. Oh, Jesus. You got the result from the lab yet? No, should be any minute, though. Mm. I'm going to go for a cup of joe. You want one? Yeah, thanks. All right. Hey, Sugar Bush, I'm going to be locked up for a while. How about a conjugal visit? I think your dance card's going to be filled, sweet buns. Initial reports are in from the lab. Give me those. And you are so welcome. <sighs> yep, yep, nothing. Nothing, whole lot of nothing. What the hell does this tell me? Hey, this is, I knew it, I knew it. I seriously doubt that. Thanks. Got the lab results. No fingerprints as we expected. They haven't gone through the trace. They vacuumed off the body yet, but they do know that she died from shock and blood loss. Also, her liver was missing. Damn, poor girl. Anything else? And the powder. They analyzed it first thing. And? Two different kinds of powder, actually. Flour and confectioner sugar. Oh. Which supports my theory of the Ramsey's guy going nuts, just like his dear old grandpa. How's that? He's a caterer. He uh, uses those products. He bakes stuff. So do a lot of people. Like 90% of the people in this town. We all have flour and sugar. And besides, if you haven't forgotten, I was eating a jelly donut. I may have contaminated the crime scene. Oops. Damn it! Can't you ever just agree with me? Hey, man, I'm famished. Want to get a burger? They've been gone an awfully long time. Do you think they're all right? What could happen to them? They're only in the den. I guess you're right. I'm just a little dumpy with, you know, Misty and Lacey not showing up and all. Now I'm worried. Okay, if it make you two feel better, I'll go check on them. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Hey, you two, put your panties back on. You're making me jealous. Hey, you two, y'all right? What's... <laughs> we raced right over here when we realized this was Trixie's place. Are you all right? Oh, my God, it's so horrible. It's babies. She's dead. She's it's okay. lying there. Oh, God. <laughs> We're here now. We're here now. It's not okay, babies. Sorry, I have to tell you this, but we found Misty Morning earlier today. She's been killed. Oh, no. Honey? Hey, hey, shh. You and the girls stay right here. Loomis and I are going to go have a look, okay? Um, can I have a piece of this cake? Oh, man, not again. Oh, sorry, man. She's so... Well, don't get any on her. Let's see. Looks like her eyes are gone. Her tongue is missing. <coughs> hey, man, here. Really. Use this. Ah, oh, thanks. I think I'm okay now. It's got some kind of white powder on it. <coughs> Check that out. See if it's the same stuff. All right. There's some partial footprints. Killer obviously stepped in the blood. Got some smeared handprints on the window. Probably wore gloves, but we'll get crime scene to lift those anyway. Man, this is a good cake. You see anything else? No. We should have them check outside for footprints, too. Yeah, that's a good idea. And for any signs of forced entry, and for a murder weapon. But our first priority is to find this other girl. What's her name? Uh, Candy. Candy Graham. Yeah, we need to find her before she winds up like this. 
this is a precaution. We should check up on the other girl that was supposed to be here too, uh, the nurse, Lacey Undies. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hang on, away we can get a corn dog. Do you know what gazpacho is? It's a Mexican dish, sort of a tomato soup, served chilled, very popular south of the border. I'm sure you'd like it. Shh, don't try to talk, just nod your head. <laughs> anyway, for your friends, Tiffany's reception, I plan to serve gazpacho as the soup. And I have an old recipe that I have found from my grandfather's old cookbook that requires some ingredients that can be difficult to come by. Luckily, I have found just what I need. <laughs> Lacey Undies! Miss Undies, it's the police, open the door! What do you think? I don't know, maybe she's at work. I already called the hospital. She's not there. So on a date, getting a bite to eat? Possibly, but are you thinking what I'm thinking? No. That we should take a look. What? Without a warrant? Mr. I go by the book? Yeah, I threw out the book when this business started affecting my fiance's friends. Don't let me stop you, man. I'm always up for a little B&E. Bacon and eggs? Breaking and entering. Lousy lock picks? What the hell kind of lock is this anyway? Right. Let me try. Fine. Go ahead. If I can't get it, I don't see how you're going. Man, get your notepad. Well, without a real autopsy, I'd say cause of death is this corkscrew stuck in her ear. Man, that's nasty. Blood's dried, rigor's set in. I say she's been dead for quite a while. She's got a large wound on her back here, looks like. Yeah, it looks like her kidneys are missing. I don't know who this guy is, but he sure doesn't leave a lot of clues. Let's call the crime scene guys, we'll get back to the station. I'll tell you what it looks like to me. You want one of these? It looks to me like that Ramsey's character's often girls, just like his dear old grandpa. You're reading things into this case that you want to see. Now, I'm not saying we should rule him out as a suspect necessarily, since all this stuff started happening when he came to town. But I think there's a more sinister aspect to this case, one that should be an obvious conclusion. I'm only seeing the caterer guy. You can't see the forest for the trees, Myers. Now, what have we got? Three dead girls, missing kidneys, missing eyes, missing liver. What does that add up to? Eight. No. What does that tell you? That there's a pattern. Yes, there's a pattern. Organ harvesters. A gang of organ thieves is killing women, stealing their body parts, and selling them on the black market. What? I think it's the Russian Mafia. Hey, you know, I think I've read something about that on the internet. Yeah, it's a global problem, but it's mainly confined to the third world countries. But now it's reared its ugly head in our sleepy little town. So Fuad Ramses rolls into town to carve up some citizens for some extra cash. We gotta nail this guy. Why are you so fixated on Ramses? The flour and powdered sugar have shown up on at least two of the victims. And we may even find it on the Hundies girl. I was eating cake at Trixie's house. Yeah, cake made by none other than Fuad Ramses. Why are you so obsessed with this guy? I mean, what, does he remind you of your abusive father or something? Maybe. I still say we ought to pay this guy a little visit. All right, I'm with you. If nothing else, maybe he's got some eclairs or something, because I'm hungry. Mm. So little time, so much to do. <sighs> Butt steak? Oh, Detective Myers, how are you? Not too well, Mr. Ramses. Not too well at all. Sorry to hear about that. What can I do for you today? It's my partner, Detective Loomis. How are you, Detective? You got any eclairs or anything like that? I'm fresh out of eclairs today, but I have some excellent finger sandwiches. Help oh. yourself, have oh. as many as you like. If you like them, tell your friends about them. Thanks. Mr. Rogers. 
Mr. Ramsey's. Yes, sir. We've had some rather disturbing events occur here lately. Here in my store? No, here in town. Oh, what kind of events? Well, since you've shown up, and don't think I'm pointing fingers, we've had three murders and a disappearance. Wow, I'm, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear about Things that. These are excellent. Is this smoked ham? No, no, no. Old family recipe. <clears throat> the murders <laughs> have been pretty gruesome. And... And what? And why are you telling me this? Don't play fun with me, Ramses. We know what you're up to. Harvesting human organs for the black market. Human? Savage, fiend. Black now market? you're high to the wall. Come here. Come here. Come here. Do you know how much free food I'm going to get out of this guy? Do you know how much free food I'm going to get out of this guy? You cost me one cream puff, and I'm going to break my foot off in your ass. Sorry, Mr. Ramses. <laughs> He's a little excitable. No matter what I say to him, he seems to fixate on you. I apologize sincerely. That's okay, Detective. I understand. A lot of people probably think I'm the killer because of my grandfather and oh, everything oh, like that. Oh, no, that's got nothing to do with you. That's way in the past. I tell you what, though, if you can help me out here, I might be able to change his mind about you. Whatever it is, you name it. Will you let us take a search of your shop right now? All right, we'll have a look around. We'll see there's nothing here, and that'll be that. We'll look around. Poke around as much as you like. I'm a little busy, though. Yeah, I know. You're uh, catering his reception. The Lampley reception. Yeah, yeah, he's marrying Tiffany. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> what a coincidence. I didn't know that. I've been dealing with Tiffany's mother. Oh, really? My condolences. Thanks. It's almost over. Mm. I got a ton of work to do. If you two wouldn't mind coming back tomorrow instead, I'm cooking up some Philly cheesesteak. Cheesesteak? Oh, and I love cheesesteak. Yeah, I thought you would. Oh, that's good enough for me. We'll see you tomorrow. Well, all right. Oh, oh, and thanks for these. I'm going to tell everybody about these. <laughs> all right, thanks. Say goodbye. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Satan! 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 This is Lampley. Tiffany, what a surprise. I heard from the police about what happened. I didn't expect to see you today. I am so sorry, Tiffany. Never mind that nonsense, Mr. Ramses. We're here on business. I intend for this wedding and reception to go off without a hitch, bridesmaids or no bridesmaids. Oh, mother. Be quiet, Tiffany. I'm busy. This must be very hard on you. You poor thing. Let me get you a cognac. Miss Lampley, have a seat. Oh, dear. So, what brings you here today? Well, Mr. Ramses, as you know, several of our bridesmaids are either missing or dead. <laughs> this situation certainly changes things. We have no intention of postponing this wedding. You don't need to worry about that. You'll still be getting your check. Mrs. Lampley, the money Mr. is the Ramses, least of... please, don't interrupt. My main concern is the headcount at the reception. Obviously, we need to do some recounting. Mrs. Lampley, please. Can't we discuss this at a more appropriate time? What time could be more appropriate than now? The wedding is only a few days away. I'm more than willing to pay your fee. It's a fair price. But you are charging by the head. And what with the dead girls not showing up, their guests certainly won't be there. Mrs. Lampley, please. <laughs> Let's send Tiffany home. Let the poor girl get some rest. This has been very hard on her. You and I can discuss these business matters over a dessert. I just need to put the finishing touches on my creme brulee. I'd like that. I'd like to go home, please. Very well. I'll deal with this, Tiffany. You just run along. 
you get home and get some rest, okay? And be careful. There's a lunatic on the loose around here. Thank you, Fulon. You're so sweet. I can see why Trixie likes you so much. <laughs> so, Mrs. Lampley, let me get that special dessert. Uh, with this, Fuad goes back in the kitchen and jerks off onto the creme brulee. He serves to her as he comes. He shouts, bam, like Emerald, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he serves it to bam. her. He serves it to her and calls it a cum brulee. And that leads to our next clip. Jesus Christ. Bam. Enjoy the cum brulee. Thank you. And that's creme brulee? Of course. My mistake. Very tasty. <laughs> This is excellent creme brulee. It has such a distinctive flavor. I'm glad you like it. It's something I whipped up. <laughs> it's delicious. I've never before had anything like it in my mouth. I didn't think so. <laughs> Perhaps you could make some of these for the reception, assuming you have the time. Well, we'll see what we can do. I think I might be able to get a couple more out before my arm gets too tired. Lord, what are you doing? Looks like you got a little mess to clean up there, Ramses. Yes, um, I'll grab a broom. Glad to see you, gentlemen. You too, Mr. Ramses. Mrs. Lampley. My dear future mother-in-law. How are you? This wedding of yours to my daughter will be the death of me, no doubt. I don't know how I'm going to get everything organized. There are still a million things to do. Ah, I'm sure you'll handle everything just fine. Mom? I specifically asked you not to call me that. Sorry. What are you two doing here? If you're looking for Tiffany, she's gone home. Mr. Ramsey's here is under suspicion. Oh, just came to ask Mr. Ramsey's a couple of questions and grab a bite to eat. You got those cheese steaks? Certainly. You'll have to excuse me, Mrs. Lampley. I promised to take some time out for the gentleman. No need to apologize, Mr. Ramsey's. As long as our situation is resolved. You have nothing to worry about. Then I shall bid everyone good day. Goodbye, Mrs. Lampley. So long, ma'am. Bye, Mom. Battle axe. Yeah, you sure can pick your in-laws, Myers. Yeah, I can't say I envy your future family gatherings. So, uh, we came to have a look around like we talked about yesterday? Oh, certainly. Cheesesteaks are on the back counter. Help yourself. Let me know what you think. I only use the freshest meats in my sandwiches. Look around. Poke around. Help yourself. Uh... Ah! I knew it! You are under arrest, you bastard! What? What'd you find? It's flour and sugar. Just like the powder we found at the crime scene. We he baked stuff every day. Speaking of, you got anything chocolate? Fresh baked double fudge brown? You the man. Help yourself. What's back there? Well, let's go take a look. Well, let's go then. Come on. Right this way. Let's go. There's nothing to hide. Come on. I'm coming. Go. Easy. Oh, man. Hey, y'all, uh, detectives. What's this? Vitamins? You ought to look into them, detectives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Myers, everything seems okay to me, but we can take a closer look if you want. Myers, Myers. Yeah, what? I said everything looks okay. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, looks clean. Clean? You can eat off the floor in this place. Cleanliness is next to godliness, I always say. What's the statue here? That? Oh, 
That is an old relic left behind. It was here when I arrived. If my uh, memory of ancient history serves me correctly, it's the Egyptian goddess Ishtar. Ishtar? You mean like that movie? <laughs> I hope not. It's creepy looking. No, no it's not. It's beautiful. I think so too. That's why I left her here. Yeah, okay. Anyway, we're sorry there, Mr. Ramses. We're gonna leave you alone now. We know you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> no problem. Happy to help any way I can. Yeah. Well, come on, Myers. I got a hankering for some buffalo wings. Buffalo wings. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Dude. Next time. Yes. Myers. Yo, where's the Myers? Sorry, I was just thinking. Well, let's think about some buffalo wings, huh? Sure. Thanks for your time, Mr. Ramses. You're welcome. I'll see you at the reception. All right. <laughs> and that is the end of the first full hour. I mean, we watched the whole movie just now. No, so we listened to great. it. We listened to we it. We listened to it. Yeah, I'm. There is no argument. Uh, by the time, even once this gets edited down, that's still we have listened to the entire film. Yeah. Yeah. By that point. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. There's no arguing that, and uh, no. I I feel no shame. Um, my give a fuckometer will refill by the time we return for the next year. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it truly, truly will. I promise. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, that one cop beats like me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At first, I thought it was a fat joke, but it's not. It's just the guy loves to fucking eat, so he's like constantly getting food. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's always eating, man. But man, I could, I have a hankering. I could go for some wings right now too. Yeah, like eating a cheesesteak and then going to get wings is just the most fucking guy thing ever. That's the most American thing you could do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I actually, I don't hate the cops in this. Like they're bumbling dummies, but at the same time, I actually find like the characters, the humor in this, it's supposed to be funny. I find it funny in the way that I find blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh funny in that yeah. it's attempting to be funny, but it's so bad at its attempt that the attempt is failure is what is funny to me. It, you know what I mean? It's like MST3K levels of meta where it's essentially like you tried and failed to be funny so horribly that that yeah. failure is the funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly what I'm feeling. And it's, I, I can live with it. I'm with you. <laughs> it's like the ultimate dad joke where it's a pun that's yeah. so awful you have to laugh at how awful it is yeah and uh but yeah it's it's so bad it's good yeah and i really there's i don't like that term i don't like that idea it's either good or it's you know it's not and it's a guilty pleasure because you really really enjoy it but yeah there are some times where making a movie being you know tongue-in-cheek and cornball you can go so over the top with it to where you can kind of transcend what it is you're trying to do and it ends up becoming yeah that it's so bad it becomes good again uh, yeah. i didn't think that was possible but uh this movie is definitely in that category uh it's, it's doing it yeah it's so fucking awful it's entertaining and i can't look away it's like this unending slow motion train wreck that unfolds in front of you for an hour and 38 minutes with tits yeah with titties yeah and it is just god awful and the main sheriff's kind of like just a real dumb prick and <gasps> But he does things that make up for it, though, which aren't in his other films, like the sassy red-headed secretary lady that tells the guys what to do all the time, and then like is somewhat ignored, but then listened to, and like really tired of their fucking shit, but is constantly calling them out for it. Uh, there's moments like that that are in the film that like make me think that Herschel's trying to make up for lost time for his attitudes in the 60s when he pretty much made all of his movies, do you know? Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's just, I mean, but yeah, it's, it's good. It, it's fucking stupid but it's so bad it's good yeah it's you don't mind it it's really good at being intentionally bad like you can tell he's yes. playing for that you know like he's yeah not, i agree 
Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Let's move on and finish. Uh, well, we got uh, one more 20 minute block and then the final run of the film. So why don't we All go right, ahead and get started on the next 20? Let's get it done. All right. So the next 20 starts at the pig pen as a convict escapes dressed in black and white stripes, by the way, with a pig pursuing behind them on foot. The pigs start talking inside. So that's our next clip. Good God. You're spinning your wheels with that caterer guy. Okay. I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm trying to blame Ramses when the evidence just isn't there. But if it's not him, then who the hell is it? I don't know. You got any enemies? Anybody you put away who got out recently? No. Somebody out there slaughtering women, and it's getting awfully close to my home. I still think our best lead is underground organ harvesters, but here's a thought. So far, all the missing girls from the wedding party, right? Does Tiff have some, like, really vindictive ex? I don't know. It's worth looking into, I guess. I'll ask her when I take her to dinner tonight. <laughs> Damn it! I want this sicko! Calm down, buddy. Man, we're gonna get him. Jeez. What you take off, man? Go on home. You look like you need some rest. Been acting all strange since you got freaked out by that Egyptian statue goddess. Whatever. What was the name? Ishtar? Yeah, I could use a little break. Go on, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. For the record, Ishtar is Babylonian. Yeah, whatever. What's a seven-letter word for a dirty act? Blank, blank, O-W-J-O-B. Snow job. Yeah, that's it. With this, the pistol of a lady and the detective get a little sexy dance moment when she turns and pops her top. We see her breasts, so thank you, movie. When thank you, movie. She, when she tosses something at the dude, it turns out it was his fantasy, and it's a note telling him to stop being a pervert at her and to look into this Ischar shit. He does this and fills us in on the shit we already knew from the first one by reading it boringly off the screen of his computer, much like I do my notes. It cuts from <laughs> this to the young pig at the sex shop and he takes a call so that's our next clip hello Byron's got a second oh uh, yeah what's up i was doing a little research into that babylonian statue we found at the catering shop ishtar thought she was egyptian yeah i think everybody does well i just came across some data that makes me think we gave up too quickly on that fuad ramses seems people that worshiped it her what her ishtar is a goddess whatever People that worshipped her often performed sacrificial blood feasts. So, uh, what are you saying? Maybe Ramses is in an Ishtar cult. Maybe he is hacking up this girl to satisfy this blood feast, just like his grandfather did. No, I don't buy that anymore. Organ harvesting makes much more sense than a bunch of freaks butchering people for statue. I'm sure Ramses isn't involved. Sure changed your tune real quick. What's with the 180? Well... You were the voice of reason I finally started listening to, my friend. Listen, I gotta pick up Tiff, so I gotta go. I think we need to concentrate on other areas and leave Mr. Ramses to do his work. And he's got a lot of work to do for the wedding party this weekend, so uh, I do not want him disturbed. So you're really going out on a date with him, huh? Yes. I think it might help me get my mind off. You know? I know. It'll be good for you. And he sounds like a really nice guy. Oh, he's a dear. He's always such a gentleman. And when he called and asked me out, he was just so polite. It was like his mother was listening to the conversation. I really appreciate you letting me come over while you're getting ready. I just don't want to be by myself in my house right now. That's all right. I feel the same way about this house. But I just figure we have to keep going, you know? Hey, help me zip up. Of course. Trixie, I'm really scared. Brandy, sweetie, the cops are going to find the creep that did this. And they're going to find Candy. Do you think she's still alive? I don't know. I'd like to think so. 
That's him. Well, introduce me. I'll get out of your hair. You bet. Hi. Oh, blue-eyed. Trixie. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I can't wait to see what you have planned for tonight. I could really use a fun evening out about now. Great. It is wonderful to see you too, Trixie. Oh. These oh. are for you. Oh, that's so sweet. They're beautiful. Good. Um, I better get them into some water. Well, oh, Fuad, this is one of my very best friends, Brandy Alexander. Brandy, my date for the evening and best caterer in the world, <laughs> Fuad Ramses. Nice to meet you, Fuad. The pleasure is all mine, Brandy. Well, you two get acquainted and I'll be right back. Mm. <laughs> so, you're the guy that reopened that old catering shop. Mm. The one and only. It's tough, but everything's finally coming together for my first big job. Tiffany's wedding reception. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. I know I can't wait. So you're cooking up a storm, I guess. Mm. Hectic, for sure. I only need to do a couple of more things, though. Like what? Bake the cake? <laughs> that, and uh, I need some ingredients for the garnishes and sweetbreads. <laughs> and you know, you may be able to help me with one of those. Really? Mm-hmm. Like how? Well, like this. Ready to go? What's going on? Uh, she, she fainted. I, uh, I helped her to the couch. I, uh... What are you talking about? <laughs> As you both probably know, this reception is very important. It must be perfect. I have planned the menu meticulously, and you two are intimately involved in the final preparations. <laughs> Brandy, dear, are you familiar with sweetbreads? Sweetbreads are what the gourmets call the pancreas, the finest of any number of small young animals. They are a delicacy. With slight modification and using my grandfather's recipe, I intend them to be the highlight of Ishtar's feast. Um, Tiffany's reception and yours, my dear, yours will be very, very tasty. With this, Fuad scalps and then completely skins the top of the woman's head, face and all, then somehow gets an electric knife to carve open her skull so that he can get at that fucking brain and yank it out. This is all mega gross as fuck, and it's a thank you movie from me. <laughs> and everyone had a good time. <laughs> Except, Except for... for the lady who got scalped and skinned. <laughs> yeah, and also the next lady that Fuad talks to, who is Trixie, in our next clip. Trixie, dearest, I'm sorry you had to witness this, but I had to do that here. It would have been too difficult to carry you both out. But Ishtar has big plans for you. <laughs> There's gotta be something we're overlooking. Damn it. No prints, no fibers, just flour and sugar residue. Organs missing from each girl. Why the hell does this thing keep going off? 
Long, sharp blades, corkscrews, things you'd find in any kitchen or at a caterer's. Myers, yeah. Yeah, I know it's late. I know I told you to take it easy tonight. I just wanted to tell you that I'm going to go over to the treater house where Bambi Deer was killed. I'm not asking you to come with me. I'm just telling you where I'm going. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think I think something's still missing. I think you may have been right about, about that Ramsey's guy. All right, I'll meet you there in 20. Yeah. Hey, Loomis. Loomis. Uh, gee, excuse me. I can't believe you got me out here this late. I said you didn't have to come. Whatever, let's just get this over with, huh? I don't you expect to find anyway. I don't know. Anything, nothing. There's gotta be something that links the murders and the disappearances to the perp. Crime scene investigators have already gone over everything. I know that, I just wanna get a feel for the place, all right? Knock on the door. You knock on the door. Why was the big deal, man? Knock. It's not a big deal, you knock. This was your idea. You know how late it is? All right already, all right. I'll knock. Jeez, we can do this, you know, we're cops. Miss Treater, are you in there? It's the police. Trixie, Trixie, you home? Trixie, it's Detectives Myers and Loomis. We have a couple of questions. What do you think? I think since this is a former crime scene and the door is open, we have probable cause. Who goes first? Didn't I go first last time? I don't remember. Rock, paper, scissors? You always win. It's because you always do scissors. I do not always do scissors. You always do. I do not always you do. You always do scissors. Now go left. We'll find the light switch. Go. Oh, man. Go, get on the horn. Tell CSU we got another body. All right, let's see. A skull cap is gone. So is the brain. It's another organ. That rules out organ harvesters. Bone fragment. What the heck did this? Oh, they're on the way. Go on, check the rest of the house, man. See if there's any others. Yeah, it looks like a match. Brandy Alexander, 1311 Mockingbird Lane. Oh, nothing. The rest of the place is totally clean. What the heck did that? Is that, is that Trixie? No, no, I think that's Brandy Alexander. Do you know her? Yeah, friend of Tiff's. Huh, yeah. Wedding party? Yeah. Ah. Looks like a bone saw. No, 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 no. It's bone fragments all over the place. A bone saw is much neater than that. Whatever did that was motorized. It'd take forever to cut that with a hand. Yeah, besides, I mean, the, the, the skull is just all chewed up. Look, come see. Come get it. You see? You see how it's all jagged right here like it's been gnawed through? <laughs> Here, man, here, really, take this. I'm fine. No, man, really, just in case, just in case. Take this. And look at the skin right here now, you see? You see how it's been, like, paired? Like it's been cut with a double-bladed instrument? Yeah, but it's two blades like that. I don't know, the only thing I can think of is an electric carving knife, you know? Another kitchen utensil. So? So, that's another thing that a caterer would have handy. I'm telling you, we need to go pay Mr. Fuad Ramsey's another little visit. Man, you're as obsessed as I was earlier. It's like the poor guy alone. Bad enough my wedding's not gonna have any bridesmaids. I don't need the caterer arrested before the reception. Fine. Fine. Fine, okay. Okay. We'll blow it off. Blow it off. Fine. Let's just go find Trixie. Fine. Fine. Fine, man. Why are you doing this, Fuad? What is wrong with you? This child demands it. What? What are you talking about? Fuad, it's me, Trixie! I'm sorry, Trixie. I'm not the one in control here. The feast must be perfect. Fuhan, listen to me. You have to let me go. I can't. Preparations for the blood feast are not yet complete. You know the chef's adage? 90% presentation, 10% preparation. What are you talking about? Fuhan, snap out of it! I still need decorations. Garnish. Fuhan, please. Please! Fuhan! Please, let me go. We'll get you help. Please. 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 I'm so Please. sorry.
Huat slices her throat, uh, kissing her on the forehead as he does it like a fucking lot. And that is the end of the hour, 20 minute mark. And we will be barreling right to the end after this. Let's barrel to the end. All right, let's get going. We're going to finish off H.G. Lewis full franchise fest and year nine. So here we go. The final act of the movie is a cut to the wedding. And holy shit, that's John Waters talking and our next clip. You have the rings by the power vested in me in this state. I now pronounce you Michael Munchausen Myers, Tiffany Globe Lampley, husband and wife, bonded in matrimony. Michael, you may kiss the bride. Don't we say I do? Say it. You too. I do. I do. That starts a sequence of Fuad putting the final touches on his feast with what are obviously body parts and the corpse of the husband is in a suit on the dance floor. Now, this happens throughout the entirety of the movie, and I just ignored it. There's a joke where after the husband falls and kills himself with the knife, his corpse is just there everywhere and often has his outfits changed as if his wife is just leaving his body places and no one's noticed that he's even not alive anymore and he doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's a joke. It doesn't work. Sometimes it's funny. No. When he's here on the in the suit on the floor uh, at the wedding, it's the only time it's actually funny to me. That's true. Yeah. And it's but yeah, it's another another haha that doesn't quite land yeah. for anyone. Yeah. People mingle. John Waters priest character heals people. John Waters starts talking, and what the fuck? That's going to be our final clip. You no, know, I, I I saw you in mass last week. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think about being an altar boy? Wow. I always wanted to be one. You should come by the rectory this week. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, sure. Should I bring anything? Yeah, bring a bathing suit. You know, I got some beer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a date. Okay. Fuad, this buffet is delightful. Another spacho. Simply divine. You must use some very exotic flavors. I don't recognize the ingredients. I must have the recipe. I'm afraid it's a old family recipe, Mrs. Lampley, but I'm glad you're satisfied with everything. Mm, of course I am. It's been rather difficult, but I pulled it off admirably, I must say. Oh, Mrs. Lampley, uh, one more thing. I do hope you understand. Um, this is my first job in my new business, and I'm struggling a little financially. This reception has put me somewhat in the red. If it's not a problem, uh, for you, do you think you could accompany me to my shop and we could take a look at the financial details? In other words, will I come and write you a check? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'd rather hope to get a bill in the mail, but I suppose I can see your situation. Fair enough, Mr. Ramses. We can take care of it later this evening. Oh. Do watch what you're doing, Mr. Ramses. You gotta try the pasta salad. Yeah, looks like he's got this recipe nailed down. Congratulations, detective. Thanks, Mr. Ramses. You've done a terrific job with both the reception and Tiffany's oh, mother. I got pretty good people skills. <laughs> Look, I just wanted to come over and apologize for the way I acted in your shop. I had no real reason to suspect you of anything. I just jumped to a stupid conclusion based on what an ancient relative of yours did decades ago. Apology accepted, detective. This case has been hard on you. You got a lot of girls that are missing or dead. It's been tough. Thanks, Mr. Ramses. Call me Fuad. 
Okay. Call me Myers. Okay, Myers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta get back to the party. I'm the second guest of honor. <laughs> you do that. Father, I'd like to talk to you about being converted. It looks like you already have been, son. What was that all about? I was just thanking Mr. Ramsey's for his help. Mm -hmm. Did he confess? Loomis, get off it. He's a nice guy. He's not involved. I need to look for a psycho somewhere else. Fine, but I'm going to keep an eye on him while you're on your honeymoon. Suit yourself. Need a drink? Yeah, Shirley Temple. Bartender. Well, Mr. Ramses, it seems the party is about over. Shall we go conduct our business? Certainly, Mrs. Lampley. And let me say once again what a wonderful party you have thrown. Of course. I never doubted myself for an instant. What's up? I think Ramses is up to no good. I'm gonna follow him. Are you serious? Yeah, man. A cop never really has a day off. Damn. I know you're gonna be so happy. Oh, thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, bye. Bye. Tiff, Loomis is telling the suspect. Suspect of what? The murders of your friends. Oh my gosh, who is it? Can't say. <clears throat> Police business. I'm gonna catch up with Loomis. I'll be back in 20 minutes. No way. If you're going to arrest the bastard who killed my friends, I'm going with you. Honey, this could be very dangerous. I don't care. Besides, I am your wife now. I can't let you go wandering away from the reception leaving me here. What would the guests think? Fine. Let's just go. Come on. Hi, kids. Hi. Do you know what hell is? No. Well, it's where bad little boys go. Do you want to go there? No. Well, then you should always hang around with priests. Okay, 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 okay. My desk is right in here. What are you doing? Mr. Ramsey, stop this instant. I am not in the mood for games. I can't say I approve of your choice in playmates, Mr. Ramses. What sort of tawdry business is this? You're in need of a ladies' clinic. <laughs> Mr. Ramses, you have just lost my recommendation! <laughs> you scared the bejesus out of me! What are you doing here? I'm your partner. I'm here to back you up in case something happens. Well, don't sneak up on me like that. Come on. I almost shot you, you know. Hey, that reminds me. You brought a gun to our wedding? I always carry a gun. It's the coolest thing about being a cop. What's she doing here? I'm his wife. Hold this. Give me that. You get your hands off my suspenders. Are you a scammer? You didn't want to come here. Could we have the domestic squabble a little later, please? There's something going on back there. You see that red light? He's wearing a brothel? Stop that this instant! You are in big trouble, Mr. Ramsey. Big trouble! You should make it easy on yourself and let me go now! Sorry, can't accommodate you this time, Mrs. Lampley. <laughs> I'd just like to say what a miserable, wretched shrew you have been to work for. I never! Well, if you had maybe once in a while, you wouldn't be such a horrible, stinking old witch. I am not old. Yes, you are. And I will see you in hell, Mrs. Lampley. Drop it, Ramses. Damn! Shoot him, Myers, shoot him! Give me that. Damn, these hollow points really work. I gotta get me a new gun. I'm fine touching. I'd certainly be better if someone could release me from these bonds. Now? 
Here I am, trapped here like some common criminal, and you are taking to ah uh, ah. Uh, Michael, what are you doing? You broke your contract. It's that statue. It's got some kind of hold on him. You have to destroy it, Tiffany. You have to destroy it. No. Tiff. <laughs> Tiffany. It's okay. It's okay. It's all over. It's all over. No, no. You did what you had to do. He was coming to kill you. You. I know, I know, but you had to destroy it. He was in the way. It was an accident. Everyone's dead. Everyone. My mom, my husband, all my friends, they're all gone. I'm all alone. No, you're not, Tiff. You're not alone, because I'm here. I'm your friend, and I'll never leave you. You mean that? Cops honor. Thanks. It's Dave. Oh, okay, Dave. Hey, you hungry? Yeah. How about some pancakes? Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I know a great little place that's open 24 hours. Oh, do you have sausage? Oh, they've got Link and Patty. It's oh, fabulous. I'm going go for some sausage. Oh, it's delicious. They leave, the camera holds on all of the death and destruction. We see a montage of the corpses. Roll fucking credits. So our runtime may or may not end up being affected in some way, shape, or form. It may just basically be longer than the movie at this point because it just hit that um, right now as I'm saying this in the recording, counting our yeah. pablum. Uh, so I'm saying we just skip story time uh, to finish out this year. But let's go ahead and kind of pull up the list of episodes and do a bit of a breakdown. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. So what I'm talking about for a list of episodes and the bit of a breakdown is just basically as it existed, the coverage that we did essentially for the Herschel Gordon Lewis stuff. Yeah. So the Godfather of Gore doesn't count on this. We've got Blood Feast, Scum of the Earth uh, was our first kind of pairings of what we were recording with these. Blood Feast is uh, definitely a recommend for me. Scum of the Earth is, uh, your mileage may vary. Uh, it's a good movie, but uh, I wouldn't recommend it for anyone that hasn't seen a Ruffie before because it's definitely one of the more grimy ones. Yeah. Definitely not one of the ones you just want to see arbitrarily. Yeah. 2000 Maniacs, definitely a recommend. I would probably steer people towards 2000 Maniacs because Blood Feast may even be too, too rough for yeah, them. So I would say maybe start there. That's where your starting point should be is 2000 Maniacs. It's unfortunate that the starting point, though, is one of the better movies he's ever made. <laughs> well, I mean, Blood Feast, I would definitely recommend. And I, I, it's one that I definitely enjoy. But if you don't like really roughly made just kind of thrown together films like if you if you can't get over that hurdle of like really really low budget rough movies blood feast is probably not for you um it's, yeah it's more like for someone that like really enjoys just how badly put together ed wood movies are like that kind of uh, thing is what i think you yeah. would enjoy blood feast on but the gore is enough to satisfy even the greatest gore hound and then there's also the curiosity of the very first gore movie ever made but if you don't care about any of that then yeah definitely 2000 maniacs is probably the jumping in point yes i agree next up is is Moonshine Mountain. I'm going to say go ahead and skip it unless you want to hear the hillbilly music in it. That stuff was kind of cool. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, it was a... That was a rough watch. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a bit much. Uh, Color Me Blood Red with the artist. Skip it. Um, not really worth it in my skip opinion. Skip it. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. A Taste of Blood. Yeah, skip it. Skip both of those. <laughs> yeah. Not really needed. 
gruesome twosome. Uh, skip the intro with the talking mannequin heads if it bugs you that much, and then just watch the like hourish movie. Um, it's worth that much of your time. Uh, it's bad, yeah. but it's fun <laughs> and gory. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Otherwise, you could probably skip it. It'll be fine. Something weird you definitely need to watch, and preferably on a mind-altering substance of your choosing that you enjoy that's also safe for you to ingest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. No, but something weird is great on drugs. Trust me on this. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Blast off, girls. Um, that was actually really enjoyable and fun watching him, the scumbag guy, manage a band and all that stuff. The exploitation yeah. of women's a bit much on that, but uh, Blast Off Girls overall actually was kind of fun and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> she devils on it wheels. Was is, bad. Yeah, she devils on wheels is the best of his like roughies that he does, like with the bikers and everything. That was really fun, and uh, it was kind of cool to see the inversion for the girls and everything. Yeah, agreed. So, it was reckon- nice. I recommend both of those, Blast Off Girls and She Devils on Wheels. They're probably pretty easy to find. I think all of this shit's on Tubi now. So there you go. Uh, just for the hell of it, I would say just stay the hell away from it. Um, it's really, it's there's nothing to it. And it's not worth your time at all. Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> and stay definitely away from this stuff will kill you. Um, it is so useless. <laughs> How to make a doll. Um, skip that one. That one's pretty bad too. Um, yeah. This stuff will kill you. <sighs> Yeah, just fucking skip it, man. Um, but don't skip the Wizard of Gore. Like, just definitely go no. right to the Wizard of Gore. Watch sure. Wizard of Gore. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, and Gore Gore Girls is a little rough in certain parts, but uh, was surprisingly good. Um, so I'm gonna say go Gore Gore Girls, Wizard of Gore, uh, She Devils on Wheels, Blast Off Girls, Something Weird on Something Mind Altering. <laughs> maybe gruesome twosome skip yeah. uh skip your way down till you get to maybe moonshine mountain if you'd like to see the the rednecky musicy hillbilly bluegrassy stuff that we so endured and, and loved and grew up with yeah. in some cases uh definitely 2000 maniacs and then you can kind of stop there unless you really want to see where it all began with blood feast or you also just like good bad <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm I'm kind of with all that. So yeah, uh, overall though, I mean, we had way more hits than I was expecting, and way less misses than I was dreading that we were going to get. Yeah, I agree. And I tried to prepare her. I'm like, I don't think these are going to be very good because uh, he's not really around for quality. It was quantity and make money from it was all he cared about. But yeah. uh, I mean, I would say that like more than not, he came up with some really good ones from all the stuff that we covered. There's plenty of other movies of his that we've missed, and some pieces like the kids' film and all of that that was covered in the documentary. Uh, but I I have seen more than enough to make an assessment of what I enjoy from his career uh, for the various movies that I pick. The other stuff doesn't really interest me as much because uh, I don't want to go track it down. I can only see so many nudie cuties before I just go back to the ones that I enjoyed first, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. Yes, I, I think I have an idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's good for me, man. I'm ready to fucking close this uh, fucking year out and just be done with it. What about you? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we are going to play on the Pirate Radio Edit, the song Camel Walk from Southern Culture on the Skids because it was featured in the movie and also it fucking kicks ass. And when we come back, we will close out this fucking show.
culture on this kid. Seriously, <laughs> if they're playing anywhere near you, you got to go fucking see them. Um, the only thing that makes me sad about skipping uh, story time is that we actually lose a Southern culture on this kid song before we close out the show. We're going to only be playing three instead of four like I normally like to do for the Pirate Radio. But that's no big deal. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I yeah. made a choice and that choice should not have happened. And that choice being that I should have edited down the clips because it makes for a very long show when I don't. And I'm dreading what's going to happen next because your movie was even longer than mine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, luckily, I didn't have as many clips. Yeah, yeah. So, luckily. luckily. My, my movie, while longer, had much more action sequence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we already told everybody what it's going to be. So, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. You make the choices that you make, and uh, you end up where you end up. So, uh, yeah. you can find the previous instances where I have fucked up royally whenever I tried to do this show, and that is legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. That's our main landing end or launching page where you can find all of our stuff. And when I clicked to try and go directly to it, for some reason, it wouldn't take me there, and it scared the shit out of me for a while and fucked up the episode for a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> what, what have you done? I don't know, but I'm going to ask if anybody else is having problems probably in our Legion Discord chat, although I probably won't do that because I've become very much a recluse and an urban hermit. Yeah, well, it's what happens. <laughs> the only place Much like the- Ben Kenobi, you're just a crazy old man. <laughs> One of the only places that I'm still interacting at is our Instagram feed of cinema underscore psyops to keep our meme repository going because it gives me the dopamine to give you the dopamine of us sharing the memes for the people. All the people she get all the beans that's how it goes well this is how it's shared first to the facebook page cinema psyops and the facebook group cinema psyops which is aptly named for the podcast as well as my main feed of court psyops there on facebook where you can reach me and yes. then it gets shared the to books about, of faces it gets shared to about 11 or 12 other places for everybody else so make sure it gets distributed out to the people for all of the memes for all the memes While you're out there just wishing we would end this fucking year and this fucking show, you just got your wish, so kick the fuck out of this weekend. I'm going to start recording on my side. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. All right. So oh, you, you did probably see... need the slap. Yeah, well, right. No, just count in three, two, one. I can sync it up with that. That's fine. Three, two, one. The clap, for whatever reason, does not come through with the Skype settings on your phone, but that's fine. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, yeah. So uh, I am doing Blood Feast 2. Uh, what I basically want to do is this is my own selfish thing that I'm asking for from when we record. Um, I always right. want to record first and go up first with the notes so that I can be progressively high as the show goes on. And uh, Sounds good. when you're doing the notes, I don't have to worry about it. So uh, I'll just be way more high when you're doing the notes. And that usually will clean up the show and make it a little bit neater. Um, the last couple of uh, shows that we've been doing when I got blitzed before I had to do the notes have not turned out so hot. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's there's no notes or anything like that. I just want to try it and see if maybe it'll make it a little bit better. So I, you know, can just do it that way. So all right, not I'm, a problem. I'm good to go. You counted in, and uh, there's no Herschel Gordon Lewis uh, intro on this. But uh, let's get this last episode of Year Eight fucking done. Let's do it. All right, here we go. That leads into our next clip. Before I play that, you are still here, right? Yep. Cool. Three, two, one. <laughs> Jumped Dude, right into horse fucking. Why Sorry. can't guys find sensible shoes <laughs> sexy? Is someone there? Lazy? Jumped right into horse you? fucking. God damn it. Yeah. All right. We're all the. Up. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. No, go ahead. You can talk. No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm waiting. Uh, damn it. Yeah. That's weird. Give me a second. All right. fucking year and this fucking show you just got your wish so kick the fuck out of this week and make it your pitch <laughs> all right i'm gonna pause it and uh let's take a breather and uh we'll come back for uh year nine jesus fucking Christ. Uh, all right sounds good all right let me stop this fucking recording recording stopped